Welcome, welcome, my dear ones. Uh, welcome for another episode of Reflections with the Course in Miracles, ACIM Reflections. And I'm glad to uh, be here to host you, to host everyone in my mind, and uh, therefore, of course, also to share the joy and love and light and blessings that we all bring with us from our source, from our contact with God. And uh, <clears throat> that is something that cannot be really measured in time or put into a time frame or <clears throat> be considered of time um, because this is really what uh, we are talking about, what the idea of salvation is within ourselves. And, and those who are active with the Cause in Miracles, uh, those who are not active with the Cause in Miracles, this message from out of time for the end of time, I would say, uh, is, uh, has arrived at a certain point on lesson 99, so 99. <laughs> and uh, the title of it is that the salvation is my only function here, that your salvation, that the salvation of the world is your only function in time space within the dream this is the reason why you came here this is the reason we all came here so whatever you want to question and whatever concepts you you think you uh, you still listening in your mind or concepts which might be threatening or which might uh, seem to accelerate you any concept or any help given within the conceptual mind will always only bring you to that point, to yourself and what your function here is in order to see that that answer to an idea of an end of the dream, which is actually an end, uh, an, an idea of the end of yourself, is really within yourself and you have received that function of salvation from out of time, from God, you could say, from the voice, from the Holy Spirit. And uh, of course it gets always mixed up with, especially in those times uh, as we're seeing it, um, war very actively expressed. I mean, war is 
an idea in the human mind going on forever and forever, right? And uh, so uh, we are just kind of in a um, collective shock, you could say, within the uh, within the human consciousness when we see how Russia and Ukraine are expressing or you know expressing ideas of attack thoughts or ideas of the need of protection of defense and of course both of them are really within themselves ask, asking the question of a real and true answer but before that real answer can come in and is acknowledged and is even seen and recognized in one's own mind the idea of the end will be there and and a, any uh, war scenario will always give a kind of a directive hey look the end is coming the apocalypse is is showing up you know and and if that doesn't do it that there is kind out of this uh, threatening connotation for the psyche of the human mind uh, being uh, realized then there will be some prophets and go around and say uh, hey look I get for you a date you know and that is the date when this world will end uh, <laughs> we know it forever and forever you know I remember how it was 11 11 2011 12 12 2012 now we had 22nd of February no, 22nd 2nd 20 22nd and a new date is given now with the 18th of April. So depending which day you are listening to that broadcast, if you are now live with me or just listen <laughs> to that today, then it will be nine days, you know. And, and nobody is really questioning what is behind that or if this is an idea that is valuable for the awakening. Or of, and of course it is valuable because it fills us up with an... Uh, a, a true question and a direction, direction towards the Holy Spirit. Ne? It's always helped when we start questioning in our own mind what is given evidence on the conceptual level uh, from an outside source. Ne? And I want you, I ask you to question everything that has an appearance, everything that shows up, everything that that becomes a kind of a demonstration of, hey, look, there's something going on. And hey, look, here on the timeline, in a certain time, you can expect the end of, of time, the end of the world. And this is like an ongoing uh, theater expression that isn't new. We, we have done that over thousands of years. No question about that. But now we are truly coming and can look at it in a new light, in a light that uh, gives us the perspective how the Holy Spirit sees everything, how your holiness of your mind is seeing everything, because that's where the Holy Spirit is. And of course, that um, brings it all to a completely different perspective, because from that point on, we uh, we see clearly how insane we have placed ourselves on the timeline and we have made uh, any evidence of appearances that are perceived perceptual reality, how we made that real, how we were holding that real, how we were projecting that in, with all our um, 
insane thoughts, let's say, and uh, the ego plays with that, of course, and there will not be another idea given from the ego perspective than, hey, look, you're proceeding to the end of, uh, of the world, to the end of yourself, that's what it stands for, right? And that end of yourself is death, right? The end of the world is considered death, and that is that needs correction. And that is exactly what the answer coming from the Holy Spirit is answering to these ideas, you know, uh, demonstrating and giving us through that message of the eternal reality of our being, the clarity and confirming us in that clarity that you live and you live only now, you have only this very moment, and everything, when you think that there's something for you in a future time, in some other time, then just better acknowledge that you are dead right now, because then everything, the whole timeline is real to you. Then you're coming from the perspective of whatever you think, you see and perceive, which is always lesson number seven in A Course in Miracles. I see only the past and my mind is absorbed with past thoughts. Ne? And now I project it onto a future timeline in which I would uh, uh, prophesy or predict an, an, an end. But if you are really willing to live life fully, which means life as you were created by God, which means that you are present right now and that you recognize that in that presence of your consciousness, of you being here now, that this is life, then you also know that there is no, it's not just no waiting that would bring a certain, uh, a certain result uh, that you would want, but it is actually realized that it is in truth completely impossible, you know. Like if there's an end of the world in some other time, in some future time, no matter if it is predicted today in the evening or uh, <laughs> tomorrow in nine days or in whatever other date, then uh, you haven't really uh, realized and recognized experientially as a, an experience of singular mind what time is. Because if you go with me into timelessness, and this is what we do, utilizing right now creative light, the love of God, God himself, then you know that time is not passing at all. Then you know that there is no such thing as sequential time. Then you know there is no such thing as a future time. And then you also know there is no such thing as a past. So any prediction, any idea of something coming up in, in the next moment, you know, because you can feel it. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, you determine what you feel. Don't forget that is really impossible. You can only always be here and now. And it is only in the here and now where you uh, can uh, celebrate your salvation and al also fulfill your function here, your only function here. You can only fulfill it today, this very moment, this instant that is given you in which you know who you are and you know perfectly 
that you are not a body living seemingly under quotes on the timeline proceeding towards an end of time but that the end of time is nothing else than a recognition of the truth of who you are and the end of time is when our thought system is so let's say purified and clarified and aligned so that it becomes very very clear to uh, within the mind that yes I can everything see differently yes I do not see any evidence of sin of guilt of fear of death and that is why it is a complete change of mind that determines the end of the world this very moment and therefore your fulfillment of your function of salvation because then as you will hear in this lesson 99 he says God still is love and this is not his will right God still is love and this my ideas about myself about the world about an end of the world is not God's will period and now you can battle with God himself if you want if you really want to be right about an end of the world in some future time on the timeline well good luck brother <laughs> I mean, those who are active in a mind training if it is the cause in miracles or any other form of mind training but I will make that emphasis that it is a change of mind uh, of course we laugh at all of this because we, we know and we see how completely ridiculous it is and I'm glad you are here I'm glad you as a representative of an activity of change of mind makes an appearance and also uh, demonstrates that to, uh, to all of ourselves you know it is a demonstration to the entire world and in, in the demonstration of hey I'm not willing to go along with any prophecy with any direction put out there into a future time all I, I have recognized and is my own experience is that I can only see in the mind what is now and that is seeing the light in the light and using the light for that seeing and so if you see with that power of light which is the power of creative thought which is the power of God himself then uh, of course it is completely meaningless to point to some other time for an occurrence that you already know completely in its outcome right now and see an end of the world or an end of time that is on an on the timeline in another time happening seemingly happening is as I said before really in a complete connection with body identity with an identification I am this body I'm or I'm a personality even maybe a spiritual personality but still in a perspective of body association body identity and that is the only problem because only bodies can imagine to die I mean try to imagine that you die as mind 
if you die as mind, your world is over this very instant because you die in that sense of I. That means you realize the non-existence of the ego mind. Right? And of course, when there is no ego, when there is no um, perspective of a separate I from one source, how could there be a world? There is no world. And this is what the Cosimirius teaches. So I'm uh, very, very uh, happy to express my gratitude for the teaching as it is given us. And if you're new to that or just drop into, uh, into this uh, presentation right now into this podcast, well, just uh, you can go online and you can check out the Course in Miracles and you will find innumerable websites uh, that uh, will direct you towards um, also what what is actually uh, published as a book you know it's quite a book and the second part is this workbook which I'm using in order to demonstrate um, this uh, wonderful uh, going along with experiencing having a personal experiencing how the mind changes about the perspective of everything and everyone. And this is what we really know. And this is what we really want. And so uh, Jesus makes always this emphasis of directing us towards, um, you know, this willingness, this, this necessary, we, we need this willingness for learning, to learn, so that we can come also, and that's the other quality, to trust, to trust into what is given us from source itself, from God himself. And uh, it is experienced in the human con condition as a learning process. Though in, in truth, when revelation comes, there is no learning going on. It is an immediate recognition. And so no matter where you find yourself, if you're still seeing and are caught up in perceptual identities and uh, meanings that you give to yourself, to your neighbors and to the world, then why not have a closer look and use uh, alternative ideas as they are given here in this workbook of A Course in Mirrors and start applying it, uh, start using them throughout the day and taking them with you um, wherever you go and whatever you do because of course this mind training can be applied and learned very well in any circumstance no matter what you do no matter what you work no matter in what relationship you find yourself and we have just finished the last time with these 13 episodes or maybe the first one or 12 episodes that we spread out in this last message that Jesus gave to the scribe of the Course in Miracles, Helen Schackman, in these gifts of God. And so we, we have finished that and um, I let myself be absolutely guided which idea comes into my mind and wants to be looked at in that invitation of him. And so we are looking at any idea like this idea of an end, or if it's an end of oneself or an end of time, we are looking uh, at that with the Holy Spirit's mind and with the power of the Holy Spirit, with with his light. And, and so 
we welcome any reasonability that comes from um, that mind, that spirit mind, which is literally our own mind out of time. And uh, yeah, I just want to here look with you at a few things that uh, really kind of uh, come, came strongly into my mind with this lesson. And I have it here in this little booklet, which I'm going to use for a moment uh, as that lesson. And I do also really like how, uh, how he expresses that also in a direction as I was already saying that willingness to learn and to establish trust how he will uh, show us what actually is established in us which qualities within our mind come forth when we go along and use this uh, this invitation you know this opportunity that is given us and so in the lesson itself he uh, points that out that connection with the Holy Spirit and uh, what that is in our own mind and so I just give you here a few um, a few sentences a few examples you can do the entire lesson if you don't have yet the course then please uh, you can uh, look at the lesson up at acimi.com acosimedicinternational.com or any uh, website the Holy Spirit, he says here, holds this plan of God. It's a plan of God, right? Exactly as it was received of him within the mind of God and in your own, in my own mind as well. And it is apart from time. You see, here he already starts clarifying that we cannot stay in time ideas, whatever we connect as actions of mind that serve salvation yeah? because salvation as I said is happening the moment that we really see it in a true sense see it as the Holy Spirit sees it so it is apart from time in that its source is timeless the source of ourselves the source of our mind is timeless you are timeless, I am timeless. So, of course, it cannot be really something that the plan of God that is facilitated through the Holy Spirit, it cannot really be something that is then shown and laid out in time and that put on time and given a, a, a timely, uh, a time perspective and a date and all that. No, it's timeless, okay? And there's only one moment timeless and that is the moment that we share as mind, as spirit mind in the light that we call here and now. Okay, But this is not the definition either. No? It's an experience. So he continues saying, yet it operates in time because of your belief that time is real. So the Holy Spirit is inserting that into time because you or the human, the human being believes that time is real. And unshaken does the Holy Spirit look on what you see. Unshaken. 
that means he's not going to fall into the trap. He's not going to buy into it, that it will happen in a future time and there will be an outcome in a future time. Listen to how he deals with that. Unshaken does the Holy Spirit look on what you see, on sin and pain and death, on grief and separation and on loss. Yet does he know one thing must still be true. Okay, what is that one thing that the Holy Spirit knows that it still must be true? God is still love and this is not his will. <laughs> it's not God's will that we're going to proceed on the timeline towards an apocalyptic end or whatever type of end, you know, that we stay in time. God's will for us that this perfect happiness wants for us to remember with complete clarity that this is happening right now, that it's not apocalyptic at all. It is really an awakening in joy and peace and complete stillness of mind, love. God is still love. And this is the thought, and this thought is written capitalized, right? So it's the thought of God, the thought of light of love. This is the thought that brings illusions to the truth. We, that's all we do here, brother. We only bring illusions to the truth. So welcome. Welcome in joining into this. This is, uh, this is basically our, our great accomplishment, our journey home. That uh, in these ideas that are still reflecting limit, limit, limitations, we bring those illusions to the truth and see them as appearances behind which is the changeless and the sure. Behind those meaning of appearances, behind this timefulness, this anything that is experienced and perceived in time has part of that limitation. And uh, now uh, we... Um, we look beyond that, behind that, he says, which is changeless and sure. And this is the thought that saves and that forgives because it lays no face in what is not created by the only thoughts it knows. And this is the thought whose function is to save by giving you its function as your own. Salvation is your function with the one the one teacher, the one master, the one light guide within you to whom the plan was given. Now are you entrusted with this plan along with him? See, for 2,000 years, we were projecting that unto Jesus Christ. Okay, he's the Savior and then all this expectation and still many, many are waiting that in the second coming, you know, when he is coming back, then, you know, and then there will be salvation. But who is really having that certainty and that courage? And I invite you to claim that now for yourself, to claim that as your own, because it is your own. It is given you as your own. He says it here, you know, and uh, it is entrusted, this plan, to you as along with him, right? Along with Christ consciousness, this is now also entrusted to me, entrusted to you. 
he has one answer to appearances, uh, regardless of their form, their size, their depth, of any attribute they seem to have. You know, and that would be an attribute. Okay, you have to wait nine days and then. Or you have to wait whatever time and I give you a date and then, you know. But here's the answer. Salvation is my only function here. Salvation is our only function here, brother. God still is love and this is not his will. God's will is not that you hang around here dead waiting for some time until something should occur. I promise you, I guarantee you that there is nothing going on. There will not something happen in a time frame. You know, all you will see is just if the mind is not really trained and hasn't really accepted the full atonement for himself, it will still see attack, aggression, devastation, war, and so on and so forth. But this is not the end of the world. Right? The end is that change and seeing the sinlessness of everything in everything. Yeah, and so he guides us to... Um, he says it then next sentence, you who will yet work miracles. <laughs> yet work miracles, of course. No? But try to perceive the strengths. That is how we practice that. That is how we're bringing it into the moment right here and now. Try to perceive the strengths in what you say. You know, when you, when you use those words as given in the Course in Miracles, try to perceive that that power that is actually behind that, that light frequency in it, you know. And he, he brings it further on to the point of that necessity of that action of forgiveness. And he says, forgive yourself the thought he wanted this for you, you know. Forgive yourself the, the idea that you thought God wanted for you a, a life in a time frame, you know, from two, from birth to death, that uh, God would want for you to wait for an end, you know, forgive yourself that, because it's an idea in your own mind. So he brings us all these actions of mind into awareness, which are very, very important because we are learning literally that there is no difference between salvation and forgiveness. And he says that in as a practice idea offered. You know, salvation is my only function here. Salvation and forgiveness are the same. And then he gives us the next action of mind, very, very important, to turn to him. You know, the moment you turn to the Christ within, the moment you turn to your teacher within, the Holy Spirit himself. You're not turning to an idol. You're not turning to a fake representation of an ego teacher giving you a time frame. You're turning to him. You're turning to timelessness, to eternity within yourself. Turn to him who shares your function here and let him teach you. I mentioned it already before and that just being willing to learn that is also the yes, I'm allowing myself that he is teaching me. Let him teach you what you need to learn to lay all fear aside. Because an idea of doomsday, an idea of an end of the world in an appearance is still fear. It's an expression and projection of fear. Now, brother, let's lay that down. Let's 
renounce that fear. Let's free ourselves up completely of any representation of fear and know yourself as love. You can only know yourself as love because you are only love and you haven't become anything else. And love has no opposite in you. And again, he makes the emphasis, forgive, as I said before, forgive yourself, forgive all thoughts which would oppose the truth of your completion, unity and peace. So we, we forgive that by letting it go. Forgiveness is literally you looking beyond into timelessness where there are no limited thought forms, where there are no longer any reflections of limitation with, uh, reflecting our own consciousness and our own mind. And of course there is, uh, uh, we have to go and have a look also in that third part of the teacher's manual when uh, uh, Jesus answers after the text and the workbook lessons questions uh, in, in what is called the teacher's manual and the manual for teachers. And he gives to certain answers very short, uh, certain questions very short answers. And the 14th question in this teacher's manual is how will the end work? How will, sorry about that. <laughs> how will the world end, right? This is what we are talking about. And I will share with you just a few sentences which I'm actually, when I teach this section, not using so often. I mean, it's like two pages and we could read the whole thing. And if you have some a moment, please read it. I'm just giving here a few hints to uh, motivate you also with light energy. Literally, to, we are sharing that we are pump, pumped up with light energy and literally explode in that light with that light. And so uh, we are using here these uh, exactly these ideas that are given us from out of time. And I have no doubt for me that this is coming from my own Christ consciousness from out of time. You could say the author of this Course in Miracles is Jesus Christ himself. But it doesn't matter if you say that Helen Schuckman has written it. It doesn't matter because the truth still remains true and every offer, every opportunity given us in order to change our mind and change our thoughts in a way that we become capable to look beyond the appearances and beyond the limitations is still a representation of mind in alignment with the Holy Spirit, with spirit mind. And this is the welcome and this is the congratulation also. So in this section in the teacher's manual, how will the world end? He says in this second paragraph, until forgiveness is complete, the world does have a purpose. Yeah? So we are working on the completion of forgiveness. But what is the purpose of the world? Why am I here? What am I doing here? What is my function here? As we were just sharing it with, that's a very high perspective 
that seeing, okay, salvation is my function here. But let's see how he starts here out in the teacher's manual because he really brings it down and makes it very practical what we are supposed to accept and go along. And he expresses it that way, saying it becomes the home, the world. Yeah? The world becomes the home in which forgiveness is born and where it grows and becomes stronger and more all-embracing. So it's like the human idea in its body association uh, grows up, becomes stronger, you know, and, uh, goes along by ages, it's called, right? Is born, grows, becomes stronger, more all-embracing. Here is it nourished, for here is it needed. So, okay, we have the idea of forgiveness and we have the uh, perspective that we are completing here something, right? And uh, so I'm going to go further down where he says that, that the world will end with the benediction of holiness about it. So this is really what is offered us when we go along in that change of mind and when we um, go along and see that every aspect in the dream is an opportunity to forgive, to see beyond, to see what is really there, and to acknowledge that what is the association within time in the appearances is really not there at all, is nothing. Okay, so the world will end with the benediction of holiness upon it, and when not one thought of sin remains, I already mentioned it twice to, uh, today. So here's another one. This is really from Jesus Christ himself for you. When not one thought of sin remains, the world is over. It will not be destroyed, nor attacked, nor even touched. It will merely cease to seem to be. What an expression, isn't it? So what is called the word and what is so going on and what is seems to be so real seems to be. It's just an appearance. It just seems. Guess who makes that seeming picture real? And here's the finger on, our, on my own nose, right? Because this is just me myself. You yourself makes that real, holds it real. So that the appearance, the seeming appearance, takes on a reality. But it doesn't have a reality on its own. And that's the good news. He continues saying that certainly this seems to be a long, long while away, right? Like it would take time and this is like the perspective. See, he, he really picks you up where you are in your human Dreamy, dreaming and where you make salvation an idea laid on on the time and whatever and there's also your idea of the apocalypse and the end of time but he says okay seemingly it, it looks like that it uh, takes a long long while it's a long long way away while away when not one thought of sin remains he puts that under quote appears to be a long-range goal indeed, right? What he was just mentioning above, no? <laughs> when not one thought of sin remains. And this is what we work with when we work a lesson of the day. We realize 
that this is now, that we can accomplish that now. When not one thought of sin remains. You can only realize that now, brother. Time stands still. See, this is what we are talking about. Again, he, he shows us, he corrects the time wrong understanding or the misconception of time. But time stands still and waits on the goal of God's teachers. And then he says, the world will end when its thought system has been completely reversed. See, this is where why you need a teacher. This is why the Holy Spirit is about bringing correction to the thought structure of the mind. The world will end when its thought system has been completely reversed. It's a completely other way of looking at everything. Until then, bits and pieces of its thinking will still seem sensible. The final lesson which brings the ending of the world cannot be grasped by those not yet prepared to leave the world and go beyond its tiny reach. Again, an emphasis. How do you prepare yourself? You, the best preparation you can have is entering into that light frequency, applying these ideas as given as a workbook of a course in miracles, a mind training sequence offered for a one-year period. What then is the function of the teacher of God in this concluding lesson? So again he points out to the function. He need merely learn how to approach it, to be willing to go in its direction. You see, learning, willingness to learn, as we said. He need merely trust that God's voice, if God's voice tells him it is a lesson he can learn, he can learn it. And God's voice comes through every awakened mind. God's voice speaks through that what we call the Holy Spirit. You can learn that, brother. Everyone can learn that. He does not judge it either as hard or easy. His teacher points to it. And here the teacher, of course, is capitalized because this is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. He points to it and he trusts that he will show him how to learn it. So you are shown, brother. We all are shown. We just need to direct our minds to that teacher and allow him to show us in timelessness, in this very moment, what the fulfillment of our function is. Because salvation is my function here. And God still is love. And anything else is not his will. And then he continues, the world will end in joy because it is a place of sorrow. And when joy has come, the purpose of the world has come. See, the world only exists as long as there is a purpose given to it that actually is not a purpose at all. 
It's really just part of the ego thought system to deceive you, to uh, direct you to, in order to keep you here. Don't stay here, right? Be in joy, in love, in light, here, here capitalized, and see and recognize that that what you see as the world is really just a reflection, a holographic image, I call it, right, of something that you experienced a long, long time ago, and it is already over and gone. All time is over and gone. So if all time is already over, how could the world that is perceived still be really here? And that opens up to the real world, to the world of light, of love, of peace. That is entering into the recognition of oneness, of you in creation with all beings, that oneness that is already given you to recognize because this is how you are seen from out of time. This is how the Holy Spirit sees you. And therefore, you are capable to see yourself and everyone and everything in the same. And if you see something that is completely off, just know this is an aspect of my own mind. This is completely impossible. I need help. I have here this force, this source, this capacity of the Holy Spirit to use. I give it to him. And end, end of the movie, end of the game, because it's a game to stay in time. It's a game to, uh, to tell yourself what you still would need to do in order to bring about or to be part of an occurrence of the world, the end of the world on the timeline. No, you are asked to change your mind and to see, to see that what you see is completely free of guilt and doesn't represent sin anymore. You are sinless, brother. You are free of guilt. This is the good message. And with that, I leave you for today and thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me in such a very important question and idea and acknowledging that the answer to the end of the world or the end of time or the end of yourself is the answer given by God himself in timelessness, in that moment, in eternity. And it doesn't change. It is unchangeable. You haven't changed. And that creative love is, is always within, is always you, and will always be, no matter how you perceive time. Because it is what you are now. I love you. I love you dearly. Welcome and let's see what happens next time. <laughs> yeah, if there is a next time, right? Well, let's just go out from here and uh, be in this complete joy as one mind in this realization. Bye-bye.
You have been listening to Voice from Heaven, live in the Miracles Healing Center. Remember that God's voice speaks to you all through the day, that God goes with you wherever you go, and that God is the mind with which you think. God bless us, everyone.